0: If you are a brave heart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the brave hearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold.
1: And welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, you are listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist you're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America variety channel. Today, we're going to talk about a 2020 vision for 2020, the 20s and beyond. To connect with us, check out our sponsor website. That's braveheartsforkids.org. And you can also check out the uh, uh, SpotlightHope.org, BraveHearts flagship service. You can email me at missionspecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And be sure to connect with us on social media, too. You can like and follow us on Facebook, the BraveHearts for Kids on Facebook. And connect with me on LinkedIn. I've been making some really terrific connections, getting the show lined up for... Uh, the rest of uh, January and Feb- most of February already uh, got a Philadelphia February lined up that uh, uh, that should be interesting. Well, my guest today was to be dr. Carl Sovak and Carl has been on the program. you may remember he is the uh, professor of business and uh, uh, does a lot of planning uh, at the University of Mary in Bismarck, North Dakota and he's uh, he's in uh, in some staff meetings today. so unable to join us on the uh, on the uh, on the program, uh, we're going to reschedule that. it It's something that um, I, I sent him a note, uh, uh, after I tried to confirm with him today, and i I said, "Oh no, I'm solo. How will I handle it?" And uh, you know that uh, uh, little Star Wars for you there. Well, I decided, you know i'm 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 not going to be upset about not having my guest on the show. And it reminded me of the best advice on golf that I ever got. And the best advice I ever got on the game of golf was from Father Tom Richter in Bismarck, North Dakota, from the pulpit one Sunday morning. And Tom started the story by telling us that uh, he had been out golfing with uh, with some friends the uh, the day before on Saturday. And he, uh, Tom's, you know, Tom's a, a big, uh, powerful man. He was a state wrestling champion at 190 pounds, and he's a big, strapping young man. And he, would, uh, he, he was telling the story about how he was, uh, he was playing golf, and he was getting angrier and angrier at, at each shot that didn't go well. And so um, at some point, one of his friends said to him, would you mind if I gave you some advice that will help you to enjoy the game more? And uh, Tom said that uh, he he replied, "Yes, well, of course, certainly, go ahead, please do that." And um, the friend said, "You're not good enough to get upset." And so that has helped me to enjoy the game of golf a lot more ever since that time. And I don't play a lot of golf. I, I really don't play a lot of golf. Um, but I, I i've got I've learned to appreciate. The shots that go well, and so I've done a story I've, I've told many many times uh, where I say, say golf is a lot like life and life is a lot like golf, and so the um, the idea is that you know I'm I'm not good enough to get upset. Um, uh, and, and you know what, that's the way life is, is that if we can just, des- if we can just decide, you know what, I'm not going to get upset. That's a really good way to get started. And one of the best uh, bits of advice, one of the best things that I learned over the last uh, decade, I was at a, um, a lion's club meeting and there was a, a speaker and I, I, I'm afraid I don't remember who she was, but I believe she was a psychologist or a professional like, uh, like that field uh, from Aurora, Illinois. And um, she said that uh, anger is what happens when things don't go the way we wanted them to. And we felt entitled to have them go the way we wanted them to. And I thought, wow that that really makes a difference and so ever since then i've mostly mostly kept to the idea that that i'm really not entitled to have things go the way i wanted them to the thing that gets me the angriest the, the thing that gets gets me over the top is not being able to find something not being able to find uh, a a piece of paper i know it i know that should be somewhere i know that should be should be handy uh, or, or not being able to find my keys. I remember once, uh, you know, 30-some years ago, I would looked everywhere. I lived in an apartment and uh, looked looked everywhere in the apartment and up and down the stairs and went out with a flashlight and looked under the car and looked in the basement, even though I hadn't been in the basement since I got home. And, you know, in the laundry room that was down in the basement, I looked through, I looked through everything. And, of course, I finally found the keys, and they were under a lid from a pot that was sitting on a burner on the stove and you, you know I, afterwards you think well i I really should have remembered setting the keys on a burner and putting a lid from a pot on top of the keys on the burner and it, it just it just um uh, it it perplexes me even now to think of that, but that's the kind of thing that would always get me the most uh, the most riled up and the most um, uh, most upset and the most angry. And that uh, the idea that uh, that I was entitled to being able to find my keys I was entitled to being able to find that piece of paper I was entitled to being able to find uh, my bullets when I was uh, hunting one time I was out with my dad and and his brother John uh, out in uh, in uh, Amadon, North Dakota and we were out deer hunting it was, uh, you know, trips that we would take for years and years uh, many many years ago and at, at some point I'd I decided to um, uh, put uh, my bullets, a box of bullets, in my boots, my hunting boots, and I thought, well, you know, then I'll I'll have them when I when I uh, when I need them. And so when I uh, when I went to pack, I I, I could not find my ammunition. And so I, I looked and looked, I got really upset and, uh, I wound up going out and getting some more buying more. And so, uh, we, you know, got everything packed up and we, we got out to, uh, to the, uh, the hunting cabinet and here I I put my socks on I put my boots on and, uh, there's a there's a something in the boot here. And, you know, it was that box of ammunition that I had put in there because I knew that at the time that I put it there, that it'll be exactly where I need it when I need it. So I think of that as outsmarting myself. And I've done that. Uh, I've done that many times. and I've, uh, So the first thing that I have, the very first thing that I have on my affirmations that I do each day. And walk around, um, doing these. Uh, what if it were possible? They're, they're not really affirmations, um, but you know they're they're possibility statements. And the very very first one is, what if it were possible to always, always, always practice positive self-talk, and have a sense of humor about it when I don't. And the idea about that is that, is that I'm always, always, always going to practice positive self-talk. And then I realized that's just, that's just ridiculous. I I can't, I can't expect that. I, I won't hold myself to that, but I will treat it with a sense of humor and just let it go over and say, man, you know what? You outsmarted yourself again. And, um, and, and and leave it leave it at that. Let it go at that, because I think that's that's part of the key to uh, to having a successful approach to things. Being able to control that anger. So you know, many thanks to uh, uh, Tom Richter and uh, the story about uh, the the golfing and the idea that um, I, I don't have uh, I don't have the right. To expect that that shot's going to go well, but I can be grateful when they do. And you know, oh, holy cow! Does that make a difference in your game? So uh, that yeah, so that's uh, that's something that um, that I really I really uh, uh, appreciate very much. I'm going to uh, I'm going to okay, uh, just one more quick story before we go to break. Um, We got. Years and years ago, I was uh, I was playing golf, and it's a golf story, of course. So I was playing with uh, my friend Steve Moore. And uh, hello, out there, Steve. Good to good to have you listening to the show. Uh, Steve and I got done. With the round of golf and we came back and uh, we, we threw a couple of steaks on the grill and we were having a beer out there by the, by the Weber kettle with the Kingsford uh, getting ready to uh, enjoy some steaks. And my son, Matt, who was about five at the time, he ran up to me and he said, Papa, Papa, did you win? And uh, Steve being the diplomat that he is, he said, uh, you know, Matt, in golf. It's not so much whether you win or lose, but how much fun you had. And your papa did get to hit the ball more than anyone else today. And so there, there's a, there's something that's a matter of perspective, and uh, we'll we we'll talk a little bit more about that um, uh, perspective and uh, uh, the and, and expectations uh, affirmations what if were possible statements as we continue with uh, a 2020 vision for the 20s and beyond. When we come back, we'll see you on the other side of 60 seconds. Stick with us. <music> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
0: Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org.
2: Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com.
0: You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to one 866 472 That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show.
1: And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live Internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America variety channel. Today, we're going to talk about uh, 2020 vision for 2020 the 20s and beyond and if you'd like to connect with us check out our sponsor website braveheartsforkids.org uh and spotlighthope.org you know that's the uh the Bravehearts flagship service that's providing so much service and uh relief to families that have children with cancer uh you know consider making Bravehearts for kids your your uh, thrivent action team um uh, you're, you may have a, an action team with us or make us uh, uh, brave hearts for kids uh, your uh, your amazon smile uh, you know designation and um, you know find a way to to help it to sponsor uh, the uh, the brave Hearts organization it's a really terrific organization so I'm talking about uh, 2020 vision for 2020 and beyond and long time ago I came up with the idea that we well you ever put together a, a jigsaw puzzle yeah yeah so we we would put together jigsaw puzzles at uh, my my grandmother's house at holidays and then my mom used to have them uh, at the uh, apartment after after she and my dad moved to um an apartment. After Dad uh, got got sick, he had Parkinson's, and then after Dad passed away, then Mom lived at the apartment for several years, and she would always have a card table with a uh, jigsaw puzzle set up over by the over by the window in the living room, and we would uh, well, first of all we would pick one of the puzzles because she always had had some puzzles. You pick a puzzle that you you like the picture, and uh, for example, there'd be a a, a picture of um, uh, houses uh, going up the hill, all different colored houses, and some boats on the on the lake in front of them, and different colored sails, and you know there's all kinds of colors in the sky and the, and trees and the mountains and and so forth, all of those things that would be in the uh, in the picture. And you'd look at the picture and say, "That's one we want to do. That's that's a picture that we like." Um, so I say, "That's that's like having a vision for what you're going to accomplish. That's that's where you're going to go with your with your uh, with your vision with your idea." And so what we would do is we would we would take the um, take the uh, puzzle pieces and we would dump them out on the table and. The first thing that we would do is is turn the pieces over, and uh, turn the pieces over so that the uh, uh, the picture side of the piece would be uh, facing up. And as we did that, we would find edge pieces, and you turn the pieces over so that you can see what you what you have, so you could see what you're working with. And when you're when you're doing a uh, a project or working on on something that you have a vision for, you you have to take a look at what the what the pieces are. What do you have to work with? And as we would turn those pieces over, we would find the edge pieces. We'd take those edge pieces and and set them and look at the picture and and say, okay, this is uh, something from the right side of the picture. Or this is something from the bottom or the top or the left side. And you'd be able to identify. Where that where that edge piece belonged, which which uh, which edge that belonged to, and little by little and bit by bit, piece by piece, we would put together that edge of the puzzle, and that's really important because that shows you what you what you can do something about the things that are inside the puzzle the things that are inside the picture those are the things that you can do something about and the things that are outside the picture you know you can't do anything about that so so that's not something to be concerned with and once in a while someone would find a corner piece and we would just re- and uh, you know you can find that corner piece, and the corner pieces. I I I liken that to the cornerstones. What are the what are your key uh, val? What are your uh, corner? What are your core values? Your your key things that are most important to you. And, you know, find those key things, find those, those four corners. And, uh, and at that point, you know, you've got the edge and you've got, you've got the, the, the uh, puzzle built up the, the pieces around the edge. You know, you really have something that you can, you can, um, you can see, we, we can see this is, this is taking shape and uh, and you look at the box and, and you keep referring back to the box and say, okay, this is that's the right size. And so, uh, as you as you turn the pieces over. We'd start to separate them into here's some red ones and here's some yellow ones and some green ones and some blue ones and, and pieces that look like they might be something in particular. And uh, my son, John, for example, would take a, a a plate and he would take a bunch of yellow pieces and, and he would uh, uh, go and work on that and come back in a little while and he'd have... He'd have a, a house that was a, a yellow house or someone else would have a, a red truck or they would have a, a sail from a boat because they took uh, white pieces and they took pieces that have, had lines with, with white and something. And they, they, you, can, you can just picture this and, and um, uh, the, the way that it would go in each each of us would do something in our that that we were good at that we that we enjoyed doing and and that's part of working with people in in turning a problem into a puzzle is let people work on what what they are good at and john would come back with uh, his yellow house and someone else with the red truck and the sail and this little by little bit by bit that that puzzle would would come together and by the end of the Weekend, by the end of the holiday, or maybe before that at some point, we would have a puzzle that was completed and it would look exactly like the picture on the box every time. And we knew, we knew that that puzzle, if we just kept doing things in the right order and just kept at it and worked together on it and it would even take a break and have a turkey sandwich from time to time. We knew that that puzzle would come together and it would look exactly like the box. And so it keep referring back to that vision. Keep referring back to that vision, and turn your problems into puzzles. Give that a try, and see if that uh, see if that works for you. I'd like to hear how it works for you too, because, as the mission specialist, you know that's uh, that's something that I want to be able to share an idea. And I'm I'm with it, being on the radio like this. I don't have people looking back at me. And saying okay, I'm nodding and, and saying I I get that. Yeah, I'm going to try that. Um, we do uh, we do get some emails and we get uh, uh, we get the connections on the LinkedIn. So let me know if that's working for you, or if you got an idea that uh, where where that might work uh, in in uh, in some particular area. Um, there's a story about the the puzzles, and I don't know where this comes from. You know, it's funny how some jokes are. They, they' just been around a long, long time. And I don't remember when this one came around, but I and it may have been something else that turned into a joke about puzzles. but I, I remember taking a, taking a puzzle into the uh, to the hardware store where it where where it came from, and I, I told the uh, the, the fellow who owned the hardware store, "Hey, look, you know this puzzle, I got this thing done in only six weeks." And uh, he said, "Well, what's the big deal about that?" I said, "Well, look at the box. It says right on the box, three to five years." So, if you know, if you know, if you bought puzzles for your kids, you know that means that's a that's a little kid's puzzle. And and well, heck, if you have to explain it, it's not funny anymore. So, we have the idea, the um, uh, the turning the problems into puzzles. That's part of your 2020 vision. Um, two years ago now, we did a board of directors retreat for the Brave Hearts for Kids Board of Directors. Um, and what we did was we started out with, uh, I did a presentation I call the Idea Hierarchy. And the Idea Hierarchy is the idea that, that every idea that's well-intentioned begins as a good idea. And it's our, it's our energy and our passion, our creativity, and our effort that turns a good idea into a great idea. And as you go up the hierarchy, you've got noble ideas and transcendent ideas. And then you've got the one idea at the pinnacle that that's that's the idea, that that's the one that's the most important idea for you. That's the one thing that'd be like, uh, it, you know, like the corners in a, in, a, in a puzzle. That'd be one of the corners, but it'd be like maybe the most important corner because that's the one thing that's most important to you. Uh, my friend John Blumberg has um, the uh, Return on Integrity. Uh, the, the book return on integrity, a f- phenomenal book. And there's a, a version for CEOs and then there's a version for everyone, uh, every, you know, the rest of us that, uh, the idea that there's one thing, what is the one thing that is most important to you? And, um, I, you know, working on my my possibility statements going into this year, Sherry was uh, was uh, quick to remind me that uh, there is one thing that's uh, most important to me, and she said, "You know, what if it were possible to always remember that the most important thing to you is to uplift people?" And I thought, "Wow, that's that's a great way of looking at it because it really simplifies a lot of." What I what I try to make complicated sometimes, you know. So, uh, the the most important thing that will come to you, uh, if it hasn't already, that that is something that 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 um, that comes to you. It's not something that you can uh, uh, that you can um, uh, that you can force to uh, to understand. But John John talks about uh, uh, how you. Um, you you dig for that, and you it's it's like it's like water in a well. You know, you 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 dig for it, and uh, when you find it, it's so refreshing. So um, that but the um, the uh, uh, idea hierarchy is is something that we used with the uh, Brave Hearts for Kids organization two years ago at a at a board retreat and what we did was we we had a brainstorming session in the uh, in the morning we had three 45 minute brainstorming sessions and during that time we had seven people involved with the brainstorming we came up with 900 ideas and by the end of the retreat we had we had boiled those ideas down to three things that we would work on. And those three things, uh, well, I'll, I'll get, get to that uh, when we come back from the break, but 900 ideas, in, th- in three 45-minute sessions, I said, they're all good ideas. Which ones are we going to make into great ideas, transcendent ideas, noble ideas, and, and what's going to be at the peak for us? So that's, uh, that was the Idea Hierarchy Retreat. We, uh, we, nothing I love to do better than retreats. And we have a retreat schedule this year that includes uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, Philadelphia, Chicago, um, something in uh, relating to right at the end of the year, we're going to be right around the Rose bowl in uh, Pasadena, California. We're going to Kauai, Hawaii. And, um, I'm planning also to uh, put together something in Ireland because uh, outside of the United States, uh, the uh, Bravehearts Radio, uh, the number one country for listeners is Ireland. So, welcome to our Irish listeners and, and everyone else around the world. But uh, we are planning to have a, uh, a, a retreat and a, a summit. Uh, in uh, Ireland uh, either this year or uh, sometime next year we'll we'll get it going so we'll talk more about all of this when we come back on the other side of the break the um, 2020 vision for 2020 the 20s and beyond continues and rolls on on the other side of 60 seconds
0: Out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter? You can find us at Voice America TRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, Contact Brian Reinhold at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org.
2: These days everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy and fit. VoiceAmerica.com
0: You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788 That's 1-866-472-5788 You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org Now, back to this week's show.
1: And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to VoiceAmerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about a 2020 vision for 2020, the 20s and beyond. And to connect with us, you check out our sponsor website. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Also, please check out uh, SpotlightHope.org. Spotlight Hope provides uh, services to families that have children that have cancer, and it's uh, it's a terrific service, number one service of its kind. Uh, you can also, uh, uh, we also uh, Encourage you to uh, check out the nationaldaycalendar.com. National Day Calendar is one of the, the great sponsors of Bravehearts Radio or uh, Bravehearts for Kids. And, um, like in the third segment here, to say a little bit about the, the national day of the day. And today it's um, the 6th of January. That's uh, Bean Day, Cuddle Up Day. Shortbread day, technology day, and thank God it's Monday day. Uh, I was looking at the sixth from last year, and it was uh, bean day, cuddle up day, shortbread day, and technology day, and I thought, oh, there's only four, there's five this year. Well, uh, thank God it's Monday day is the first Monday of the year. So I'm always, uh, you know, I, I, I'm uh, thinking, you know, today's the, uh, the day of the show, Monday, you know, it's, a, it's my favorite day of the week. And I get sometimes people think, man, you are a strange fellow because uh, Monday, favorite day of the week. Well, on Tuesdays, Tuesday's my favorite day of the week. Um, Wednesdays, Wednesdays my favorite day of the week. I kind of like, uh, you know, what uh, I, I like uh, the the day we're in. So uh, t- telling you a little bit about the idea hierarchy retreat that we did for Brave Hearts for Kids for the board of directors uh, two years ago. And it's amazing how time flies. But uh, two years ago, we we came up with 900 uh, good ideas in uh, in, in, uh, uh, three 45-minute brainstorming sessions in the morning. And uh, that was just seven people from the the Board of Directors' retreat for Bravehearts for Kids in uh, 2018. And what we did was uh, we boiled that down. By the end of the day, we had identified three things. That we were going to uh, to work on, to to make um, make our priorities and uh, and you know create a vision for those three things, and those three things were to uh, to build the Spotlight Hope app. Now we had an idea. To, uh, to create a resource guide. And I, I, had, I had envisioned this as being something like a hardcover book that would have all the resources, hundreds or thousands of resources, because there's hundreds and thousands of people that do things to provide services for families that have a child with cancer. And Brave Hearts for Kids uh, connects people with those services. So uh, I I thought, okay, the hardcover, people don't, they don't throw away hardcover books. You know, they they keep those, they keep them on hand. And at an event, one of our volunteers said, um, why don't you use an app? And I thought, wow, you know, that's a really good idea because, uh, you know, then you then you're not in a it's a, in a situation of having to update that and print more and send more out and and uh, once the uh, initial expenses are done, uh, you've eliminated a lot of the cost. You know, still it it's uh, it's it's still a, a, a um, uh, it it's not inexpensive to run an update. Uh, uh, and an app, you know, we we kind of take that for granted, I think, because the app, we we use so many apps, and we just think, well, they're just they're just there, you know. So, um, but th- that was our first uh, objective that we came up with, the vision to do that, and the, and the vision was, let's have an app. And I thought, well, what if it were possible to have a uh, to do an an, an ad uh, to. Um, uh, to, to uh, have a have a uh, a video, and we haven't done this yet, but we've got something in mind where we'll have a doctor, and we'll have a young couple. And the doctor will say something to the young couple like, uh, uh, "Your your child has cancer," and the uh, the the young couple will uh, look at each other, and then one of them will take out their phone and look at it, and they'll look at each other and say, "Now, what do we do?" Because we think that's that's about what happens when people get um, get news like that. So they will they, they look to their to their uh, their smartphone. And it's like let's go on the internet. And let's see where we can find help. And the um, the doctor then will will hand them a card from uh, from uh, from their desk. And uh, the card on one side will have how to find the Spotlight Hope app. Uh, for iOS, for the uh, um, Apple phone, and uh, on the other side, uh, we'll have the information t- uh, how to find Spotlight Hope for the for the Android for the for the Google phones. And so, that's the idea that we have. And then those cards we're going to distribute to the uh, social workers, uh, that uh, that work with the children. So we we've joined the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers, and we're uh, we're becoming more involved with uh, with them at Brave Hearts for Kids, and and so um, uh, that's the connection that we we uh, began with that with that brainstorming and that idea hierarchy, and that led to that idea that. Um, and this is what we're going to. Uh, this is what we're going to pursue for uh, for a a vision for the organization, and and to be the best, and to and to um, to really. Provide a service for people that makes a difference for them, and it really does. That Spotlight Hope app has uh, tremendous feedback, and you know, I've I've read some of the comments, read some last week, some of the top ten comments that we've had on Spotlight Hope from users, and a lot of people in the medical community using it uh, in their uh, in their clinical work. So it's that's been wonderful. Uh, so the second the second thing that the uh, idea hierarchy workshop came up with for a vision to pursue was the, uh, the idea of a, um, uh, working with the national day calendar to promote uh, National Bravehearts Day. And uh, because we, you know, the national day calendar people, they've uh, they've, they've uh, made April 28th National Bravehearts Day every year. April 28th is National Bravehearts Day, and uh, you know, it's 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 something. It's it's um, we say it's not something we celebrate because it's uh, you know it's uh, uh, we're, we are a pediatric cancer organization, but what we do is we recognize National Bravehearts Day, and then. Uh, And to uh, to, uh, create the opportunity from that to provide information to families about uh, how they can get help for their children when they have it, or for, yeah, for their children, for the whole family uh, when their child is sick with cancer. You know, we find that the whole family is sick, and so uh, the resources that are provided in Spotlight Hope are are things that are, uh, that, you know, they're for for mom and dad and brothers and sisters and, and the children that are that 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 are sick for everyone because everyone is affected by this in in uh, unimaginable ways. And so um, yeah, so that uh, that was the uh, the second uh, thing that we came up with as a vision is to be more involved with the national national um, Bravehearts Day, and then the third thing was to um, recognized that, you know, it, it came from the idea that National Bravehearts Day was not National Bravehearts for Kids Day, it's National Bravehearts Day. So we thought, okay, what is a Braveheart? Because we're, we are Bravehearts for kids. And uh, at that retreat, we were saying, well, you know, we are Bravehearts for kids, but what is a Braveheart? What does that mean? And so we, we thought, what if it were possible to expand the definition of a brave heart, not to include not just the people that we work with that are that are working with uh, the kids that have cancer and in the in those families, but what if a brave heart, what if it were possible to say a brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others? And so that's what we did. Is we said that's what that's our definition. That's what we, that's what we call a brave heart. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. And from that, even at that time, we didn't we didn't have a vision of brave hearts radio, but because of that vision, we were able to. Uh, evolved to the point, we say, uh, when when uh, Winston call, contacted me, no, I contacted him again because he, he contacted me originally several years ago. Uh, and I got back to him and said, you know what? Hey, I think we're ready to go because we have this idea for Brave Hearts Radio based on our... Uh, Brave Hearts for Kids idea hierarchy retreat that said, this is the new definition of a brave heart. This is what we could, this is what we're calling a brave heart. Anyone with the courage to be of service to others. So we, we tell the stories of everyone and we connect people with people that, that uh, inspire them and that can help them. And we, we live by that philosophy, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Doing good anywhere does good everywhere, and I, I just I I just love that as a as a philosophy, and it's it's the idea that uh, you know in my son Matt, I t- talk about uh, uh, you know our conversations once in a while, He's, and uh, we we have this ongoing thing. He says, Ah, oh, nobody's ever really changed the world, you know, and uh, uh, I'll I'll counter that with pick up a cigarette, but you made the world a better place. So it's you don't have to do uh, a big thing. It doesn't have to be a big deal, but doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Helping, you know, helping another organization doesn't hurt Bravehearts. hearts. doesn't hurt Bravehearts for kids. You know, helping another organization doesn't hurt, help, hurt us. It helps because it makes the world better, and that makes things better for everyone. So uh, that's... Um, that's uh, that's that's the uh, uh, the way that we look at it. That's the way we view it. And that was the idea hierarchy and, and how that contributed to the to the vision. Now, where we've gone from that is um, well, I'll, I'll I'll come back with a little bit more detail on that. But what we did is we uh, we've uh, we've gotten involved with um, uh, family wellness festivals. And, uh, so that's another, uh, big extension of the, of the work that we're going to be doing, uh, or that we, well, that we are doing and that we're, we're going to, uh, um, I think become very well known for and, and have a lot of fun with and, and bring, uh, bring hope and enthusiasm and encouragement to a lot of people with the family wellness festivals, you know, being, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And, uh, I had, uh. Uh, this is something of a, I call it a, I think it was a, a, a good idea, that um, the family that plays together stays well together, and so that's what we're involved with, uh, beginning uh, last year now and uh, going forward this year, with the family wellness festivals, and I'll uh, I'll finish up uh, the the show today with a, a little bit uh, about. Some of the things that are going to be happening as we move forward with that, our um, wellness festivals that uh, are in the works, and some of the um, uh, the r- retreats and the summits that uh, we have lined up and, and travel that is, uh, is on the agenda for 2020 and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, so stick with me and we'll be back uh, with uh, Bravehearts Radio, the 2020 vision. For the 20s and beyond, on the other side of a break, 60 seconds. We'll see you soon.
0: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinvold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, Contact Brian Reingold at Mission Specialist at BraveheartsRadio.org.
2: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brains firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. Voiceamerica.com.
0: You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is Specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show.
1: And welcome back, Bravehearts. And uh, you know who the Bravehearts are. They're the the uh, the, the ones with uh, the courage to be of service to others. Uh, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold. I am the mission specialist, and you're tuned in to voiceamerica.com. We're with a leader. In live internet talk radio. And I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today we're talking about 2020 vision for 2020, the 20s and beyond. And you can connect with us. Uh, go to our sponsor website, braveheartsforkids.org. Uh, check out spotlighthope.org. Uh, always uh, it's always a good idea to go to the nationaldaycalendar.com. You can uh, get those National Day calendars to hang on your wall and and uh, share them with your uh, the people that, uh, at, at home. Home and at work, and it's a they're, they're really a blast. Email me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org, especially if you uh, have a great story, if you got something inspirational, someone that inspires you, or something that inspires you uh, that, uh, that you'd like to, uh, to share and to talk about on uh, Brave Hearts Radio. And connect with us on sh- social media. Uh, you can like and follow Bravehearts for Kids on uh, Facebook and connect with me on LinkedIn and um, setting up some some focused retreats. We talked a little bit about the retreats that we're doing. Uh, coming up we have uh, a summit planned for Bismarck, North Dakota this year. We I'm also going to be working on something in Philadelphia. Got Philadelphia February with uh, three guests from Philadelphia lined up in uh, in February. We have something in Chicago, Ireland. Ireland is uh, is on the agenda. I don't know about this year, but uh, we'll we'll see if we can get uh, get to Ireland for a summit and a retreat at that in, in Ireland and Kauai. And also we've got something lined up uh, around the Rose Bowl, January first in uh, Pasadena, California. And so always um, all, you know always looking for those great stories and and looking for opportunities to to get together with people for uh, for uh, summits and retreats. And you know we find that uh, retreats, the return on engagement retreat, uh, the idea that uh, when when people in businesses are really focused on employee engagement, you know they 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 find people, the companies that have done this, they see that people stay there longer you know, so they have less turnover and the, the employees have more enthusiasm for their work. So they have greater productivity They get along better with each other. So they have better teamwork and they also have greater productivity because of better teamwork. All of these things result in lower costs for the business. And of course, greater profitability or, you know, if they're, if you're a, a nonprofit organization, they don't call it profit, but uh, we call it margin. And uh, you know, there, there is no mission without the margin as uh, as our friend Vern Dosh has uh, famously said, you know, so my goodness, you know, uh, all kinds of good things going, all kinds of terrific uh, opportunities to get together and, uh, and be a, a sponsor and, and to, um, um, Get the uh, get the get the story told for something that inspires you. Someone that inspires you. I'm going to be uh, getting together with John Blumberg later this uh, later this week, and his uh, his book Return on Integrity is a real inspiration. Um, it's a, a Return on Integrity: The Individual Journey to the One Essential Thing. And I've been to a couple of the Circle of Integrity um, retreats that he does. And they're absolutely tremendous. It's a, a wonderful experience. Uh, you can find him at uh, blumbergroi.com. It's B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G-R-O-I.com. And I'm thinking there, there's something that, um, I, just uh, just something that's really stuck out when I when I just flipped the book open during the break. And I thought, uh, he, he says, uh, when was the last time someone you, you met for the first time asked, who are you? Uh, it's likely you haven't asked that question yourself. The question usually is, "So what do you do?" And the the problem causes us to have a something of a self identity attached to what rather than who. And the the, the point that he makes is not um, uh, that we that we don't ask who are you. The bigger issue is, could you answer the question? If they asked, "Who are you?" and so that's the idea. Who Who are you? What did, you know? What is uh, What What is it? You know What do you do? Who are you? Uh, that's um, it, it's it's it, it's just something to think about. You know. So, um, we've got an opportunity for sponsorship with uh, Bravehearts Radio. If you'd Send me an email, um, connect, uh, connect with us on, on LinkedIn, uh, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org is, uh, is the way to get in touch. Um, really excited about these, um, retreats and the summits that we have scheduled, um, Coming up in in, uh, in Bismarck, we'll have several of the uh, the guests from the show uh, involved with the summit in Bismarck, and I'm just I'm I'm so excited about being able to go on location to other places and and do the radio show uh, you know live from another place. One of the things that we have in mind this summer, and not this summer this spring when the uh, pediatric oncology social workers uh, meet at their annual meeting that takes place at the same time as National Bravehearts Day so we're expecting to be involved with that and and do something do something live and probably do some recording of uh, the stories that the social workers have because, you know, they really are the interface uh, with the, with the patients and the, um, uh, with the services that we provide. And, you know, also the uh, uh, oncology nurses. We've done some work with uh, the oncology no- nurses and had some some recognition ceremonies for them and uh, something that we get out to our volunteers. We, we, we send Lifesavers candy to our all of our volunteers for Bravehearts for Kids. And the story came about, uh, I you know, don't know where the story came from, but uh, Sherry shared the story with me about someone uh, who uh, she, she had sent... Um, Care packages back to her family in, uh, in 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 her home country, and she um, uh, she got a, a note back from her father, and her father said, "Thanks for the for the uh, for the care packages. You know, we really appreciate everything." She, he said, "In particular, could you send more of the medicine? You see, she had sent lifesavers candy, and." they were giving it to people uh you know for and people were getting well um so i guess peppermint has uh, has a lot of healing uh, qualities but uh the mind has uh even greater healing qualities so um i want to thank you for joining us this week we've been talking about a 2020 vision for the 20 year 2020 in the 20s and beyond and i hope that the tips and ideas have been helpful to you and beneficial in, in doing your own planning and your own visioning. Bravehearts Radio is on the flagship variety channel on voiceamerica.com. We're the leader in inter- live internet talk radio. And please remember to check out uh, braveheartsforkids.org. Like and follow Bravehearts on Facebook. and. Also, email me at specialist at braveheartsradio.org and plan to join us every Monday at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Next week, we'll be talking about the daring question, what if it were possible? You've, you've heard me say that a few times today. you probably heard me say it uh, many times over the weeks. The following week, we'll have uh, Sherry Sarver-Johnson, and she'll be joining us on Martin Luther King Day in the program there will be I have a dream remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere we'll see you next week until then be well
0: Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.